Welcome to Food Outcast, a podcast series where we discuss the reality of food insecurity for graduate international students. I'm Alice Akers, and I'm excited to be your host throughout this series. I wanted to take this time to tell you a little bit about me and my story, as well as why I ended up producing this podcast series. So to get started, I'm an international student from Ireland. I grew up in the countryside of County Clare on a cow-calf farming operation, or as you may call it, a ranch. I have always been heavily involved in sports, with my dad coaching me to international levels, and after graduating secondary school or high school in 2015, I received a track and field scholarship for hammer throw to the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. I left home not long after my 19th birthday and moved to Nebraska in January of 2016, where I pursued my bachelor's degree as a student athlete. After graduating, I was lucky enough to secure a teaching assistantship at the University of Florida, where I'm currently finishing up my master's degree in agricultural education and communication. As a master's student, you have to pick an area to focus your research on for your degree. After my first semester, I was still trying to figure out what exactly I wanted to focus on, as I wanted to do something I was passionate about, so that would make working on it for the next year more enjoyable. One evening, I was complaining to a professor about the reality of being an international student and how it was just so hard to live off of the stipend we were given as it just wasn't realistically enough to live comfortably. After listening to me rant about visa restrictions and what we can and can't do as international students, he smiled and said it sounded like a great master's topic. That's what gave this project wings for me, because after that, I decided that I really wanted to help bring more awareness to the reality of what international students actually have to deal with. International students face a variety of challenges surrounding their collegiate experience. However, due to this group of students being a minority, they often experience the spiral of silence regarding their collegiate situation. The spiral of silence is a mass communication and political science theory proposed by German political scientist Elizabeth Noel Newman in the early 1970s. The spiral of silence model assumes that people are constantly aware of the opinions of people around them and that they adjust their behaviours and potentially their opinions to align with the majority trends under fear of being on the losing side of the public debate. This theory applies to the daily lives of international students in the United States in many respects. As a non-immigrant living in a foreign country, an individual could be more likely to experience their opinions as being different from the majority. This can affect their participation in classes, but it is also seen when it comes to talking about their financial situation. From my own personal experience and conversations with other students, the common theme is the fact that we feel as though we can't complain about not being paid enough to live, as we don't want to sound ungrateful for the opportunity. Or, I know for me, I have muttered my complaints before and was met with, well, you can always just go back to your own country if you're not happy. And I'm not saying that that's always the response, but I have heard it many times over the years. And it's just not the case. I'm very grateful for the opportunity. However, life is extremely hard, and it all comes down to visa restrictions and paychecks that just aren't substantial, which are provided by these institutions. To explain the income side a little, international students usually fall into three categories. There's the self-funded student, the student on scholarships from their home country, or the student who receives an assistantship, which means they are employed by the university. One of the main visa restrictions that cause the most financial stress is the fact that international students can only work a maximum of 20 hours a week for their host institution and no other form of income is allowed. This means that as a scholarship student, you're able to get a job, but it can only be on campus, which usually only pay minimum wage. However, as a student on an assistantship, you cannot have any other form of employment and you must live off what the university pays you. 
So for me as a master's student, this is around $1,600 a month. And for a PhD student, I believe it's around $2,200 at the University of Florida. These stipends vary in dollar amount at different universities. During my time in my bachelor's degree and my master's degree, I've experienced firsthand the hardships of living on such a tight budget. After years, coming up seven nearly, of struggling to be able to afford food and making many sacrifices in just a variety of ways, I know what it's like to only be able to afford to eat ramen noodles for lunch and dinner, or coming home and simply choosing sleep for dinner and joking that it was just a good way to get a fast in. However, every time I talk to other international students, we share similar stories and we joke about these ramen noodle days and our lack of food and what we have to do to survive. But the reality is it's just not a funny topic and it shouldn't be so prevalent among our community. I feel very passionate about trying to change the scenario for international students. I wanted to do this project because I wanted to create a space where other international students could tell their stories and people can hear that it is in fact a human and a person that is dealing with this rather than just reading some report with statistics on the matter, but it doesn't have that personal aspect that I wanted to create with this project. So there are a few parts to my project. There's this podcast series, which is the main chunk. However, I did complete a survey first to gather some background information and get a better understanding of the current state of food insecurity for graduate international students at the University of Florida. The survey also served as a tool to let students opt to participate in my podcast series so that they can share their story. I also created a virtual reality tour of the Hitchcock Field and Fork Pantry, which is located here on the University of Florida campus. My hope with creating this tour is that it would act as a resource to help combat barriers for students who may be nervous or reluctant to go to the food pantry. So this way they can go online, they can walk around the space virtually and understand how it works and what to expect before they actually have to go to the location. You will be able to find this tour on the Hitchcock Field and Fork Food Pantry's website as well as on streamingscience.com. Lastly, you will also be able to find a video of me presenting my project, which gives an overview of how it was conducted and its findings on StreamingScience.com. In this podcast series, you will hear seven international students talk about their experiences with resource insecurity, but mainly their battles with food insecurity. There are two students from Canada, two from Saudi Arabia, one from Colombia, one from Haiti, and one from Nigeria. Three of the participants are getting their master's degree, and the other four are PhD students. In terms of funding, four students are living on assistantships provided by the university and three were funded by scholarships from their home countries. This group of students has been in the United States for a wide range of time, from just under two years to as long as 12 years, so they are well versed with living in these conditions. We discuss how they've learned to navigate managing tight budgets, we talk about the different parts of their experience such as transport and mental health, and just having to deal with the overall transition to a new country. There's a lot of shame and guilt surrounding this topic, and it's definitely not easy to admit to the fact that you're struggling. I know for me, I don't always like to view it as the fact that I'm struggling, but rather I'm just doing what I need to survive and making the necessary sacrifices, but it is only a temporary situation that I have to endure. I think we can't feel sorry for ourselves, and we opt to have this type of mentality because it helps international students deal with the reality of their financial situation, but it shouldn't have to be this way. In this series, participants will share their thoughts on how things could be changed to make life better for international students. However, I believe that the biggest change necessary comes from an institutional level. We attend and work for universities that have faculty that produce plenty of great research. 
There is no reason why these universities cannot do a cost of living analysis of the location that they are in and pay their graduate students, but especially their international students, a living wage. For people like international students who cannot subsidize their income, it is crucial that they are paid appropriately. It is not fair for institutions to bring students from all across the world to boost their diversity, but land them in a situation where they are struggling to make ends meet and struggling to feed themselves on a daily basis. I truly hope that this podcast series is just the start of a bigger conversation, where change can come from many levels, but especially on an institutional and governmental level. I can't thank the participants of this podcast series enough for their vulnerability in sharing their stories, and I hope you as a listener enjoy hearing these various perspectives in the following episodes just as much as I did. Thank you for tuning in.